Own Your Health podcast. I'm Cindy Lynn, and I can't wait to help you step into your health power. Now, when this airs, it will be December 27th. We will presumably be through the first part of this holiday season that many of us celebrate and getting ready for the second part for the New Year's. And one of the things that comes up most often with my clients and even friends and family talking is like, what, what's your New Year's resolution? Now, New Year's resolutions tend to be something people either love or hate. Very little middle ground. There's people who want nothing to do with them and people who actually look forward to them every year as a means by which they can change. Either way, most people tend to do some process of reflection on the year that's passed and anticipation of the year ahead. So if you're perfectly happy with your system and what you've got going on, great. More power to you. As the Brits say, carry on. However, if you'd like a little boost in making that change, then you're in the right place. Today, we're going to focus primarily on health goals. And I even have some notes here because there's things I absolutely don't want to miss telling you. Um, but this process that I use works for really any goal. The health goals are what I see the most with my clients and people coming into my office. So the process is really this two-pronged approach. Very often, people make outcome goals. And I'll call that the, the first prong or the first type of goal. And that outcome goal is something as straightforward as I am going to lose 10 pounds, or I'm going to run a 5K, or I want to be pain-free. That's a real common one for the clients that come into my office. And while achievement goals are great, they can be these, these outcome, uh, outcome goals or achievement goals, basically the same thing. They can also be a little bit tricky. They're very aspirational. They're the, the golden ring that you see that you want to get to, but you don't always have control over all of the factors that contribute to attaining that goal. For example, wanting to lose weight. People know that it can be really tricky and difficult and it's not a linear process and it isn't there isn't a magic formula and your body at different times in different health stages will gain or release weight in different ways. So acting on the goal of losing 10 pounds um, can be very tricky. It's very often best to reinforce these kind of aspirational or achievement or outcome goals with habit goals. And that's the second prong of the approach. It's kind of a one-two punch. Look at the, the pie in the sky of what you actually really want, and then shape the things that you can actually directly do something about. So one of the things that people talk to me about all the time, and, and I hear this from clients, and I see this from people who come in with injuries, is I exercise every day. I exercise every day for two hours, and I still am not losing weight. Now, I will tell you that weight loss is probably 
and, we, and I've mentioned this before, the stats vary, but anywhere from 75 to 95% diet related, okay? It's very difficult and usually not healthy to exercise your way into weight loss. Does activity have a million good benefits? Yes. Weight loss isn't necessarily one of them. And we can talk about this on another episode if you want to. But when we talk about the habit goals, I start to talk to them about what other habits besides this exercise habit, and I actually talk to them about over-exercising, what other habits do you have that contribute to your desire to lose weight? Is it, uh, do you have a fasting habit? Do you have um, uh, a habit about what you eat and when you eat it? Do you instill any habits about relaxation? Do you, do you have any habits around sleep? Sleep is a huge factor in, in hormone management, in weight management, so many things. Um, and yet so few people have very strong habits around sleep. So if someone came to me saying they wanted to lose weight, sleep is one of the first things that we tackle. Because even with a great diet, even with an appropriate exercise plan, if you are not sleeping, you're typically not going to lose weight. And if you're really not sleeping to the point that you just kind of wait continuously, you may lose weight, but you're not going to be losing fat. Another story for another day. Another example that has some of the same habits behind it is the clients who come to me and say, I just want to be pain-free. I just want to be able to move without pain. Great. We start to work together in the office. I give them specific exercises, very, very highly specific exercises that they can do. And then we tackle other sources of inflammation in the body, which can contribute to pain. We tackle sleep. That's another huge one. That's a, a huge factor in so many aspects of our health. And we always look to support our bigger outcome goals with habit goals. And so I encourage you, and I purposefully don't want to make this a, a very long drawn out episode because I encourage you to consider the two pronged approach. So after you finish listening to this, or even pause it if you like, and sit down and think about what is your big goal for the year? Or what is, the big, what is your big goal for your health? It's sometimes helpful to narrow that down when we start thinking about business goals and family goals and, and work goals and all of these kinds of things. But go ahead and think about what is your health goal? Is it weight gain? Is it weight loss? Is it a certain amount of agility or flexibility? Is it being able to walk 5K? What are these goals? Is it being able to crawl around on the floor and play with your grandkids? Think about what those goals are and then craft the habit goals that you want to go with them. Now, for example, sleep habits, we've talked about some of the more common ones are sleep hygiene type of habits, going to bed and getting up at the same time every day, um, preparing for bed, having a wind down routine, 
And I can also um, do an episode on those because that's one of the more common questions that I get. It's like, okay, what is this whole business about winding down before you go to sleep? So many people run from one thing to the next, head up to the bedroom, get undressed, get in the bed, and that's it. Women probably tend to do a little bit more than men when it comes to makeup removal and, and that sort of thing. Um, but really having a wind down routine before you sleep can be helpful. So if that's one of the habits you want to foster, then you can sit down and write out what that habit entails. Does that mean going upstairs or going, if your bedroom's on the main floor, going into your bedroom at a certain time of night and staying there? Does it mean that you're going to do all the face washing and makeup removal and teeth brushing and, and whatever it is you do to get your body ready? If it's a hot bath or a shower, that that's going to be done by 9.30 at night. All of these habits may look very different for each of you, as, as mine do for me, and it's okay. There isn't necessarily a one-size-fits-all, but I encourage you to choose two or three habits at the most to support your large outcome goal and they'll try those on. You know, in the community, in the Heal Your Life community, we talk about trying things on. And that's just a really accepting way to try something out to see if it's right for you. And for those of you who've had a lot of success with that, it may not seem like a big deal. But for those of us who tend to have some self-judgment, it can be kind of a big deal. Because if I say I'm going to do something and then it doesn't work out so well and then I stop doing it, am I a quitter? Am I someone who doesn't follow through on my commitments? So I encourage you to select your goal and especially a health goal for the new year if you're inclined to set New Year's resolutions. And then the two to three at most habit goals that will support that. So some of my habit goals this year are um, sauna three times a week, minimum. I absolutely love the sauna. I know the health benefits. I feel so good after I'm in the sauna. But sometimes the mornings get super busy. And all of a sudden, I find myself in front of my computer dressed with makeup, not having done the sauna. So sauna three times a week is a habit, and it's a habit I'm declaring for the new year. Now, if I happen to be traveling a week and don't have access, that's life. That's part of that giving yourself grace that we talked about last time, because we do the best we can with what we have. So obviously, if I'm going to do the sauna three times a week and it gets to be the last day a week and the power goes out, this on this electric. That's life. Give myself grace and move on. But I also encourage you to track your habits. So whether it's a check mark on your calendar, or if you like to make up a spreadsheet, however you best like to track your habits, so you can look back and see, is this a habit that's working for me, that I'm going to continue to try and, and work with? Or is this 
a habit that needs to be changed or adjusted to something that actually fits better. And that can happen after you try something on and after you give yourself the grace to accept what you've learned about this experiment. And then you don't just walk away and stop. You re remember grace isn't letting yourself off the hook. You adjust. So maybe uh, if I look back on my tracker and I see that I have been really consistent two times a week and I'm feeling pretty good. And maybe I go with two times a week. And I use that time, that third time of week time to do something else, to promote some other habit in my life. Figure out a sleep routine is another easy way to do this. Try two or three items, some that you already do, like brushing your teeth, washing your face, and then either add to that or adjust the timing on those to create uh, an, an evening routine that you really enjoy and one that really supports you in this habit goal, which in turn supports your outcome goals. So I hope these examples have been helpful. I hope that you can find something to really zero in on for your health. And this isn't a forever thing. This isn't even have to be a whole year goal. Try something on. Pick something that you've wanted to do for yourself, that you've wanted to do for your health. Pick the supporting habit goals and give it a try. And I'd love to hear about what you've chosen and what habits you're going to try on. So until next week, I will see you next year, actually. Let's go out and own it. If you want less stress and more joy this holiday season, grab my mini course linked below. Learn how to harness the power of stress and make it work for you. So you can avoid the exhaustion and overwhelm. You can greet each day with peace and smiles. And you can enjoy your family and friends more than you ever thought possible. And at $27, it's an absolute no-brainer. Be sure to share with someone you love and have a great holiday. The information contained in this podcast is provided for educational purposes only. It is not intended as medical advice. I am a nurse, but I'm not your nurse. Please see your personal health care provider for any concerns.